Welcome to Hookah Chat's bonus content, a sophisticated discussion between two gentlemen. Please enjoy. Now that that's over with, let's talk to what's really important. <laughs> yeah, let's get to Wheel of Time. So that was before, a great episode, was that, it not? <laughs> that was a really good episode. This this past week's episode, I was very pleased with. Um, it was paced super duper well. All pieces to it were really good. It was not exactly what I expected. I I, I predicted that we were going to do more of a exposition heavy episode, um, <laughs> but but this episode was perfectly good. Um, the uh, uh, before we talk about that. How about uh, our new bonus content theme song? Yes, uh, brilliant. Which, it which, sounds very was, sophisticated. As I was putting it together, I was just <laughs> laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah, the German rendition of Joy to the of, of Ode to Joy or whatever I pick. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> this is great. Um, yeah, so like, I think that my favorite part of that episode, I, there's a lot of real highlights to it. Um, both from a content perspective and just the way it looked and the way it was shot. I think that a surprise I had, which I shouldn't have been surprised of is the actor who plays lawn is like a fucking jacked mountain, which I oh, did yeah. not expect. Like I expected yeah. him to be like a Bruce Lee looking yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. He looks like Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Holy shit. That guy can rip somebody's head off. Like, like guy's so fucking huge. What do I do with that? You know, but I did. I expected like a expected like a like a lean muscle kind of a thing. No, yeah. man, that guy that guy is fucking jacked. Like that guy is huge. <laughs> um, I would say that my favorite part of the episode, though, like other than the content, I think content was really good. I'm glad they they approached it the way they did. Was I I thought that I thought that Perrin was a standout. From he's an always a standout. He's always a standout. Everybody does a good job, but I thought I thought that this episode. Um, really spent some good time working with that actor, um, you know, in, in a really vulnerable place. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, what really stands out to me is when Rand is starting to be a bastard, and and starts that fight, and Parent and Parent just just invades Rand's space. You know, yeah. there's this really great physical moment, and Parent Parent gets right up into Rand. And, yeah. and, and he's like, there's only one woman I've ever loved. And it was my wife, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and it was, and it's all he says. And it's just this really great, lots of gravitas. He's not yelling. You know, I talked about that a couple episodes ago. Like I, I hate it when actors don't need to fly off the handle. Less is more stick to it. It's right. all good. Perrin does a great job with that. I thought that Perrin was a standout for the episode personally. I, I agree. I agree. I was excited right from the get go. Um, whenever they were walking through the ways mm-hmm. and I was just because I, I don't really know the lore of all that stuff sure. <clears throat> and they, just listening to them describe it that little bit of exposition was enough to and then uh, whenever we saw the lightning flash and Pat and Thane was standing in the background it, I, I, I've the way I, I watched it twice right I watched right. The, the episode and then I watched it again sure. um, because I wanted to st- to pause it and like do stuff like that. That's whenever I was talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sent you the picture, but uh, right. like I watched it like a day or two before you did. Yeah. And I was just like bursting. Like I wanted to talk about it. And 
I'm like texting you. I'm like, go watch it. You're like, again. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and then and then you finally texted me back whenever you did watch it. And I sent you like a book of like all this stuff that I've been like waiting to just regurgitate. <laughs> you know? And the main thing was like I had to I, I watch it on um a fire stick, an Amazon fire stick. Mm-hmm. So you can't like go back and forth frame by frame like you can on a DVD because it's all streaming, right? So um, I was trying to freeze the action right whenever that lightning flashed because I felt like they were trying to suggest the first time I watched it that it was Matt following them, right? And you never really get a good look at him whenever the lightning flashed and you never really saw him whenever he stepped out of the way gate and you didn't really see anybody in town. So I wanted to pause it exactly whenever that lightning flashed. And it took me like 10 minutes <laughs> to, to hit that just on that frame because I couldn't like go through it frame by frame because it's streaming. Right. So I just had to right. wait until like it came up and then hit pause at the right moment. And I kept getting it black. And then it was just after it or just before it. And I was like, ah, but finally I froze it. And then I took a picture of it off of my television on my phone. <laughs> and I was like, that's not Matt. That's no. That's that that's that guy, the guy from town, the, the yeah. one from the and I didn't know his name, right? So then I was like, okay, I think this is this 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 is this guy. And then like a couple of scenes later, when they're walking through the town, Perrin makes a remark, I thought I just saw Pad and Fane. Right. And right. they're like, No, Pad and Fane's dead. And I was like, That's it, that's the guy, right? So I'd yeah. watch that again. <laughs> and all you can see is like the back of the dude's head, and I'm like, that's him, that's him, that's him. I'm like, all right, now I'm on to something here, right? So I come up with this big giant theory. I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. And I text it all to you, and you're like, no. I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, wrong. Sorry. I guess it's possible. I guess they can just go totally off the rails and, and say this is what's going on. But like, but no, no. I actually think P- Pat and Fane. So Pat and Fane is like um, one of in Robert Jordan's sort of pantheon of of coming up with. So in the Wheel of Time, from from a source material perspective and they're doing this with the sh- with the show which is great but like ultimately the wheel of time is broken up into two overarching things there's what i would call the there's the sort of the a magic plot which is which is what you'd expect from an epic high fantasy series which is here are the rules of magic here is the big bad guy here is here is how the politics of the rules of magic work. Uh, and the main character is a magic user. So Randall Thor, or in the show's case, possibly Moraine, right? Mm-hmm. Like they use the one power. The one power is set up like this. These are the rules of the one power. And, and the one power is associated with the dark one as well. Right. Cool. That's perfectly fine. I think Robert Jordan's magic system in the books is actually quite good. It's it's quite mm-hmm. well established. What what is really I think Robert Jordan is at his most brilliant when he allows the world that he builds to be as mysterious as possible, um, and and has this counterplot where the world um, has its own sort of magic that is not connected to the one power. Right. And and everybody just kind of goes, okay, you know, like, like <laughs> there's nothing we can do about that, right? Right. So, like, wolves, so Perrin. Perrin is what's right. called a wolf brother. 
Mm-hmm. Perrin does not use the one power. None of that is connected to the one power. But he and it's others <laughs> is, just can do it. You know, right. he can commune with the wolves. He's a berserker. He he can see in the dark. He does. He they allude to that in in the uh, ways in this past right. episode. How, how did, did you see, see him? Yeah. How did you see that, Perrin? I uh, I don't know. Like like <laughs> like and 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 it serves a really great purpose for Perrin's arc because as Perrin works through his um, issues with leadership and violence and guilt and 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 courage he he begins to accept himself as a wolf brother and a berserker he communes with the wolves on purpose and and can can travel the ways on his own like like that's an element of 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 the of the story is the right. ways part of what makes the ways interesting is the ways are this strange combination of the one power and the earth and right. and certain beings of the earth like the yogir Right. Can in fact go into the ways and not need the one power, and the wolves are one of those things. Right. Um, Padden Fane is the same way. Padden Fane, he basically Robert Jordan takes Gollum, takes right. takes the One Ring, and that and the Gollum thing, and says, "What if it's what if it's the B plot, sort of? Right? Because no, and, and and it's has nothing to do with the one power. Shadar Lagoth is just a fucking ghost town." There's just right. there's just ghosts and and evil and creepiness has nothing to do with the one power. Um, and and what if Pad and Fane is like, it's acolyte. <laughs> what if that? And and yeah. so throughout and and throughout the show, or throughout the books, like Pad and Fane and Matt have this have this sort of cat and mouse game. And, and so when Matt goes off over the course of ten books and does his thing, um. Uh, uh, Padden Fane is always sort of behind him and is always kind of, kind of like mirroring, mirroring his movements because Matt and Padden Fane are connected, even right. though Matt is healed. Like, like Matt and Padden Fane are connected through Shadar Lagoth. Um, right. and and in the end, they have to deal with him. You know, is he the dark one? No, is he a friend of the dark one? No, actually, there's a there's a part close to the end. It's real badass. Part of the <laughs> end of the series where where like Pad and Fane, just the peddler Pad and Fane, enters into a Dark One camp uh-huh. in order to capture Fades. You know those faceless yeah. guys with the big yeah. belts. He captures and corrupts Fades to do his bidding. Like like <laughs> and, and, he, and he just and and like and like Trollocs and Fades just start following him in like you know in like uh uh like woods and shit you know because like he's because he just he just corrupts them with with like the shadar lagoth wackiness right yeah it's real good and so like that and, and i like this because even though matt's not around right now i think your theory is correct i think pad and fane doesn't realize that matt and the dagger aren't with them right um i could be wrong but like but like i think it's i think it's strong work I think it's really cool that that they didn't that they didn't get rid of this B plot that they saw that this was really interesting in the series because it's this live option throughout the series like who what right. is Patton Fane gonna do you know like right. what 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 is going to happen here no it's real good yeah the the strengths for that um it the the episode had the kind of mystique yep. and kind of wonder that I felt like the episode before it didn't. Um, the, it had the, the love scene between, 
uh, Lon and um, Nanev, Nanev, yeah, which felt uh, natural I agree. rather than forced, mm-hmm. right? So I didn't have an issue with that. It wasn't because they're straight. <laughs> it was just because it felt like honest. It felt sincere. It felt natural. Um, I thought all the acting was really well done. I thought the revelations were made um, carefully, but not flamboyantly. Yeah. Um, you you texted me earlier today and told me that tom- tomorrow is the season finale. I didn't realize it was only like eight episodes. So I'm bummed out now because it's like, oh man, I'm really getting into this. And now I'm going to have to wait till God knows when for it to start back up again. But uh, yeah, I, I really thought that this was a strong episode through and through, and it's probably one of my favorite episodes so far. I really liked it. I have to agree. I have to agree. I'm glad Min's around. Yeah, um, Min's a real. I don't know cool anything character. about Min, but she seems cool. She's a cool character. You know, it, it. She she ends up doing. She ends up sticking around and and doing a, a decent amount. But like Min's another great example of of. I think the brilliance of Robert Jordan in this way mm-hmm. is, is what is, is Min and I Sedai? No. Does she use no. the one power? No. No. What, what can she do? Well, she can, she can perceive the weaving, you know, yeah. and she can perceive the weaving of the, of the wheel of time, you know, and, and perceive what is happening, what's going to happen, you know, who's all doing what, like, like she's a seer. She's an Oracle. She's an Oracle. Know? And, and, what are her rules? Well, well, this is, I think, sort of the brilliance of Robert Jordan. Like in in high fantasy listeners, magic systems can be done in one of two ways. You can either have what's called a hard magic system, which is a magic system that has very clearly defined rules that that plays a major part of the plot. And usually you only have a hard magic system if your lead character is a magic user because you need it then. Because the right. lead character's got to learn how to do magic, has got to ask the questions and, and all of that stuff. Um, you can either have, or you can have a soft magic system in which the rules are, are are not clearly defined, but but everything's a little more thematic. Everything everything sort of is a little more poetic. Where a hard magic system is more like science, a soft magic system is more like poetry. Right. Um, Lord of the Rings is a soft magic system. Right. Like, like, how does magic work? Well, you know, who knows? <laughs> we, we never talked to Gandalf about it. Like, Gandalf yeah. doesn't explain how it you, works. Like, you have to read the Silmarillion to figure that out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and the reason why we don't know how it works is because Frodo Baggins doesn't use fucking magic. Yeah. You know, and like, it's not like, integral to the story. Like, it's, and it's not integral to the story. It's a part of the story. It, it's a, it's an, uh, it's an important part of the story, but like how it works isn't really the point. Exactly. What what I think is really brilliant about Wheel of Time is that Robert Jordan does both. <laughs> right. He has he has perfectly. I was just going to say it's a perfectly married system between the two. Yes, absolutely. And so by the end of really ultimately not even by the end of the series by the end of like book three you know exactly how the one power works. Mm-hmm. You know at least in the books I don't know if we're going to die. well you might when when Egwin joins the the White Tower in particular we might we might have those scenes where. Where, where everybody's like, here is how the one power works. This is how you learned how to do this. This is what you do. Like, but, but like Robert Jordan, mar- like you said, marries them together in a character like Perrin, 
or Min right. or uh, Matt eventually when 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 as he moves closer into his power. Um, and it's great because because the strengths of both systems then come into play. What makes a hard magic system interesting is that it functions like science. And, and and it appeals, it usually appeals to science fiction-minded people. Like, like right. hard magic systems are hit a nerve, strike it, you know, scratch an itch, right? Right. Um, that, that is different than a soft magic system. But because he uses both, both itches are scratched and, and it works. You might ask yourself, well, how does being a, what, what is it, how does one become a wolf brother? You don't... I don't know. You, you, know, know, what it, like, you know what it reminds me of? It's the difference between like a Star Wars fan and a Star Trek fan. It is. Yeah, it's very right? similar. Mm -hmm. Star Trek really wants the details. They want to know how the ship works. They want to know. It doesn't have to make it doesn't have to make perfect sense. Like a dilithium crystal doesn't have to be explained, but that you use a dilithium crystal to enter warp speed. You know, that's important to a Star Trek fan. A Star Wars fan, we're talking about going light speed, which we all know scientifically isn't going to get you across the galaxy far, far away or near nearby. Like, <laughs> but we don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Right? But when with, with, with Robert Jordan, he's kind of taking a Star Wars community and a Star Trek community and smooshing them together and everybody's getting along. Nobody's fighting. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And and I think I think it's a really good thing. I think it's a strength. It it. It, it also helped me reading the wheel of time helped me understand what I, what it is about fantasy. I really liked, you know, like, right. like at the end of the day um, I can abide by a hard uh, magic system. If it's like one book, you right. know, like, like I, I can do that. Like a one self-contained book. That's a hard magic system. that has a beginning and an end. I can do that. Um, right. I can't personally, I don't sink my teeth into it in that way, which is why folks like Rand, it's why the Aes Sedai stuff is only interesting to me insofar as they're politicians. Like, like, yeah, like why you're a Star Wars fan and not a Star Trek. It's why I'm a Star Wars fan and not a Star Trek fan. But like the 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 um the the difficult thing about a hard magic system, listeners, is like the moment you break a rule, oh right, it. you know, yeah. like 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 you're done. You know, it, it, it's shitty it's, immediately. It's way more risky to do a rigid system. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so like, and this doesn't happen in Robert Jordan. Robert Jordan does a good job keeping it consistent, which I appreciate. But like Moraine says constantly, I said, I do not lie. Right. Okay. Well, if you ever encounter an I said, I that lies and nothing happens, the system is broken. It does right. not matter. Like and it only takes it. once, you know, fuck one once. goat. <laughs> exactly. It's a fuck one goat. You know, like, like, you know, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Um, and, and so there's a risk there. And I think Robert Jordan rises to the occasion pretty well. Um, and so far, I think the show rises to the occasion, but well, but there's a reason why, like, when I talk about the wheel of time, the, the, the moments that stand out in my mind in that series are the first time Perrin rips a guy's head off of his, his shoulder or like, right. Or like the first time Matt, Matt ends up being able to commune with spirits. Like that's part of what happens matt matt joins this hive mind of of fighters and generals and 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 thinkers and and seers because shadar the the, the shadar lagoth stuff lets him sort of commune with the dead in a sense and yeah. so matt becomes this general and it's matt like that's what's great about it Matt's like, <laughs> Matt's like okay ah here we go okay uh, you know. but, but like but like he's he's so keyed in that he's able to do it and um that to me is all 
very interesting. Uh, right. Actually, a lot more interesting to me than like, um, Nanave needs to go to her healing lessons now. Like, like right. I kind of, I'm like, right. I'm glad she can do it. But, right. But I prefer the I prefer the not fully explained, but but there's still this impression. This well, sort of I think I think one of the strengths of the Amazon show is they've done such a good job with casting that I could watch the actress who plays the knave go take healing lessons and it would be entertaining just be on the strength of that actress. I could go watch Perrin do whatever Perrin does. And because that actor is so fucking good, like it's gonna, it's gonna bridge that gap for me. Like, yeah, it, I think that the, that the talent they have on that show is very good. I, I think that the, the writing is good, which helps an actor, but an actor can only do what's written for them. They can make what's written for them way better than it is but they can't they if it's not written for them they can't do it right so which is why like the first three star wars the, the prequels sucked because it doesn't matter how good the actors are like this the story wasn't written well when you have a well-written story and you have actors that can really sink their teeth into it and perform it well i think that this this show has got that so i'm excited to see tomorrow's episode i'm bummed that i'm gonna have to wait find out what's going on for a while i watched um did you did you watch hawkeye no actually Haw i haven't caught hawkeye at all I'm, hawkeye just we're, finished we're working through the second season of the witcher we're going to try to finish the yeah. second season of the Witcher. we've been tonight. watching the witcher too I, that, that show's lost me I, that show's totally insane <laughs> yeah it's just I find, i'll finish it but like if yeah, i have I'm, to sit if i have to Amanda sit and listen to uh to another weird, quiet speech about our feelings. Yeah. I'm going to like, freak out. Like, The Witcher lost me. It's just not that deep. But no, um, no. Hawkeye was decent. I liked Good. Hawkeye. Um, it just ended this, like, yesterday, Wednesday. That was its final episode of that season. It was decent. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Like, Jeremy Renner did a good job. The other Good people in it did a good job. Uh, I guess next week is uh, Book of Boba Fett. So... We'll have to change the. You're gonna to have to come up with another theme song. Well, what could still be bonus content? It could still that. That's the thing. It's the bonus content theme song, right? You know, and uh, and I, yeah, it'll be it'll be perfect. My hope is that my hope is that uh, tomorrow's episode just ends. You know, it, pretty much exactly how the first book ends. It's just lots of action, gangbusters, good stuff. You know, and 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 it sets everybody off in their own thing. Well, that, they that have to really have goes. more seasons planned. Like they have to. I'd imagine because so. there's just way too much. There's way too much. Like I had no idea. I haven't been looking at it online or anything. So I had no idea that tomorrow was like the end of the season. Right, right. Because it doesn't feel like it's going to be the end of the season. It feels like we're right in the middle of. It. Yeah, I know. You know. You mm -hmm. So like. It, there's so many loose ends to tie up. There's so many questions that are out there. Now, recognize that they're based on a 15-book-long series. But, like, this seems like an odd place to put a season finale because nothing's wrapped up. Like, everything's out in the open right now. There's no, there's no, there's no concrete answers for anything yet. So, sure. And I doubt there will be, um, yeah. particularly how, how they've collapsed certain things and made certain things, you know, in, into whatever. Like, like I... We'll see. Um, like I said, books two through six are are 
really high level books like like i i mean i mean really well paced well written epic high fantasy kind of across the board and and so if they're putting together the next let's say two and a half or three seasons on books two through six like like that's going to be really solid like it's going to yeah. be really interesting Buckle up. it's going to be a good ride yeah it's going to be a good ride and, and so and, and so i think it's going to be quite good we'll, we'll see if we're if we'll We'll see if tomorrow we we explore Matt at all. I actually, I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Matt for another like half a season. Yeah. Um. And and it's and we find that Matt's like disappeared entirely. Like he's doing other things and and trying to make sense of stuff. Because I I think that'll be really good. Uh, and then there's you you'll find to, by way of wrap up there's this kind of crazy moment in like book I think it's like book five where Perrin just is like you know what. I'm going home. And they're like, and they're like, what? And, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done with all this. And he goes back to the two rivers and is a fucking blacksmith for a book. And it's the most exciting shit in the planet. Like, 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 cause you're so invested in parent that you're like, well, I hope his blacksmith shot really takes off. Like, I hope that guy, I hope that guy finds some happiness, you know? And, and, and and it's and it's like this little mini scouring of the Shire, you know, yeah. where, where like where Perrin comes back, and everybody's like, "Mr. Perrin, what do we do?" You know, and Perrin's like, "Hi, well, I mean, we can try this. Like, there's troll locks coming, and and Perrin Perrin like goes out and you know, because he doesn't want to let people know that he's a wolf brother, yeah. and so like and so like he kind of goes out in the middle of the night with like six wolves." And just and just like just like rips Trollux apart like on the outskirts <laughs> of the two rivers, and then like and then like sneak quietly back into the two rivers. <laughs> and they like make him the mayor. You know? he's, like, <laughs> he's like, sure, you know, whatever. Uh, and it's great, and and like and it all kind of comes up in this kind of crazy moment where like Matt, Matt, at, Matt's like leads for a while his own. This is deep in the series. So I'm not I'm not revealing much to you. Like Matt <laughs> Matt leads for a while his own like like mercenary group. Like Rand tells Matt, Matt, you need to secure X borders because Rand has entered into his role as a dragon. You need to yeah. you need to secure these borders here because bad things are happening. Matt's like, solid boss. I'll do what you want because I really don't want to hang out with you, Rand, because you're a fucking bastard right now. And I'll, <laughs> and I'll do anything to get out to get out of your hair. And so Matt leads this mercenary group to to do these adventures and kills Trolluck raids and sleeps with women like all the time. <laughs> Matt'll show up. Matt'll show up in a town. He shows up in this town and like the like there's this like super rich cougar lady who's like, I'm going to keep you. And Matt's like, well, I don't know about that. And she ends up, it's really fun. But like you sort of lose track of Matt. And uh and and like Rant's pissed off because Matt uh, Matt's a deserter. And he's like, I'm gonna find Matt and I'm gonna kill him. Everybody and Egwin's like, do not kill Matt. Maybe like <laughs> total psychopath, and and like you know Matt like disbands his mercenary group and like runs because he's a rogue. He becomes this rogue, right? Yeah. And um, we're getting to like the end. It's like the end of book eleven, which is this phenomenal book, and and Perrin is just Perrin has just sort of accepted himself as like a wolf brother and a warrior. He's 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 decided to take an army of people from the two rivers to to join with with rand like he's, he's gonna do it and like perrin is like standing in like this wooded area of the two rivers really observing his you know the the kingdom and is really like 
his eyes are glowing yellow all the time now and he's like he's like totally in his power and and like a rock smacks him like right in the temple he's like fuck you know like, like he's like what the fuck is that and he looks up and Matt's just like hanging out in a tree and he's like hey you know <laughs> and, and, Matt, and Matt's just back you know? and he's like we're where have you been? I haven't heard from you in like three years. And Matt's like, yeah, I mean, you know, like Grant's totally fucking nuts. And, you know, <laughs> but uh, I'm glad you're doing well, you know, and, and like Matt just shows and it's this like kind of lovely moment. And, and parents, parent like kind of hugs him. He's like, I love you. I'm glad to see you. And he's like, yeah, we're back. We're ready. You know, It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap us up because I got to finish the Witcher with uh, yeah. my, my wife. Quick thing about the Witcher, what, man. What's going on in the Witcher? What, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my point. Good, like, what's going question. on? It's like I'm not entirely I, sure what's going on. Yeah, it's like that, a video game. It's like, oh yeah, we're, I'm gonna. Well, it's based on a video game, so it's like, oh, we're gonna go kill this thing. We're gonna go well, kill this. It's thing. actually based off of a book series. Like, like yeah, it is, well, it is a book series. It's a Polish book series that's basically just hack fantasy. This is why, yeah. like, this is what I don't understand. I guess in a part, I understand it. Like. Hack fantasy doesn't have to be bad. It just has to be made really, really fast and be uncomplicated. Yeah. And I'm sure this book series are, is both of those things. I'm sure it's lovely. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure people read it and they're like, oh, cool. Geralt of Rivia or whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> just fucked another mage. Cool. We love that. Like, like <laughs> I'm, I'm sure all of that's really great. I don't, frankly, if people, if a person's name is Yennefer, I immediately, I immediately, I'm like, oh, bad, 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 bad. But whatever. Like, I got through the first season. I thought it was fine. You know, there, there we we could have used more boobs from Yennefer. You know, that, that that would have that would have improved it. Be but fair. by and large, but by and large, Henry Cavall, good looking man. Yeah, plays a non-complicated character. Fair. Yeah, well. not a terribly compelling character. Nope, doesn't have to be. Nope. And then season two, which I'm finishing, like, and I didn't mm -hmm. hate all of it. We are at a part in season two right now where like the last like string of like two episodes has has just been like this weird, quiet, like, Geralt, I feel your pain. Yes, yeah, I feel pain, you know, and I feel your pain. Yes, I am, too. am in pain. I'm like, yeah. Well, I really <laughs> like somebody to either get naked or kill a thing. Like, like right. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, watching the show and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? We're feeling each other's pain. Cool. cool. <laughs> you know, like it, there's just nothing. There's no there there. It's just, or or like, go for it. My phone keeps reacting every time he says Siri. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I have an iPhone and, and my, like, he'll say Siri something and then I go beep. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> not you. Or, or like, like, I thought we were finally going to get something cool when Siri was like, make me a witcher. I was like, please make her a witcher. Yes, for the please love do of something God. with her. <laughs> like, for God's like, sakes. Like, make her a fucking witcher. That would be cool. You know, like, no, 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 you can't be a witcher. Being a witcher is a difficult thing. I know it seems like I don't have emotion, but I feel pain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, what's, oh. what's so bad about being a witcher? Well, uh, you, you feel pain. Well, I'm a human and I feel pain. Uh, yeah, but uh, being a witcher is worse. Why? Because you can like run around and kill monsters and fuck chicks and do whatever the hell you want. What's so bad about that? It's pain. <laughs> so is everything else. Make me a fucking witcher. <laughs> yeah. Make Siri a goddamn witcher because that would be badass. Like, like, like that's 
And that's the thing. Like, like I she spent like a whole episode getting knocked off this fucking weird, you know, rat race contraption that they made. The least thing you could do is fucking make her a witcher, damn it. Yeah, crazy. (laughs) I I know that uh whatever. I I, I think that I think that something that here's my last thing about the witch and I will go. Like I am totally okay with characters not being smart. It's fine. It's yeah. no big deal. Well, that, that show's full of them, but go ahead. <laughs> That's right. But <laughs> but what I'm not okay with is like characters being not very smart in situations where I'm like, I can see what's happening. You know, <laughs> like like I am not a genius. What is going on? Like that episode earlier in the season where where Geralt and Siri go to the village with the vampire lady and yeah. the and the boar pig yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, Garrett, your friend is lying to you. Yeah, yeah. Why aren't you like, hey, friend? <laughs> Why are you lying to me? Yeah, you know? <laughs> Instead, it's like, hmm. well, I'm going to bed. Have a good night. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, there's something weird. Or it's like, how come there's literally nobody in this village, but you're here? Funny anyway, want some food? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> no, answer the fucking question. What's wrong with you? It's clearly yeah. a vampire. You know? Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was like Beauty and the Beast meets Twilight. <laughs> that was totally wacky, man. That was totally wacky. That was yeah. fucking creepy. The Witcher's good at at least showing stuff that's fucking creepy. And, well, yeah, like the know. way that she like twitched when she moved and stuff. Yeah, I didn't. Like, I didn't much like that at all. I, cinematically, all. cinematically, it's it's decent, but sure, like thematically, not too great. The acting yeah. in it is mm, meh. Yeah, it's how I am. I, I yeah. I'm like, okay what's with his this name, show. Henry Cav- Hen- Superman. Henry Cavall, yeah. Henry, Henry Cavall. Cavall. He he's perfectly adequate, I would say. Like Yeah, he gets his role, right? He, he understands. He he understands bad. His, his job is to is to be sexy. And that's fine. <laughs> like whatever. I, I get it. Like like Yennefer is a little different, like because I I think she's supposed to be smart. Yeah, but she's not very but smart. She's not is she? terribly smart. <laughs> like, like, but I think I think we're supposed to think she's smart. Yeah, and like, and really, like, instead, she just comes across as just being all of the stereotypes that, like, I think that's what really bothers me about it more than anything is it's very stereotypical. It's very, it's very um, expected. There's nothing. There's nothing really compelling about it. That's what I told my wife. I was like, this show doesn't like grab me. It doesn't compel me to want to watch it like i'll watch it because there's nothing on right now and what am i going to do watch the star wars holiday special again like you want to talk about a cinematic suppository that that's pretty awful like i watched that i watched that just to like it's like something mystery science theater 3000 you know like like that's have you ever seen it i the star wars special holiday special i've seen it yeah where you can see like Carrie Fisher is high as shit, and yeah, like for Harrison her. Ford does not want to be there at all. Like, like they don't even feign like they like they care about it. Like, there's like ten minutes of just like Wookies growling at each other. There's no subtitles or anything. It's like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But I I enjoy that. <laughs> sure, that grabs you, makes you feel, you know. Like, like I want. I, I'm gonna be real. I like The Witcher fine because I understand that what I'm looking at is not something terribly interesting, like like yeah. terribly terribly deep. 
Um, the only thing that frustrates me is that it seems to have forgotten why we watch the show. Like, right. no, we don't watch the show because, like, we care about you guys. Like, yeah. like we watch the show because there's violence and sex. That's why we watch the show. Like, <laughs> right. and that's fine. You know, like, like Beth is always like, mm, "There's no penis again." And I was like, "Listen, I understand. A lot of boobs, a lot of ass, no penis." I also think there should be penis to make it fair. But like, but like at this point, I'd be like, yeah, can we just show penis nonstop instead of <laughs> instead of Geralt like saying again how he's feeling? Like, like nobody cares, Geralt. Like nobody cares how you feel today. You know, if you want a compelling story, go watch the wheel of time. We want to yeah. see tits and ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're here. We're here for something totally different, you know? <laughs> so what about the elf storyline? Oh my God, fuck the elves. Who cares? Who cares although about the, the elves? Although I will say that the elf, the the, the pregnant elf, the, oh, I can't think of her name right now. She gives birth, uh, yeah, birth to um, the. I can't, it's Francesca. Yeah, yeah, Francesca. The Italian elf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Italian <laughs> elf. The, the, the actress that they have playing that, like, mm -hmm looks exactly like what i would think an elf would look like she like her face her bone structure like everything about her looks exactly like what i would imagine an elf to look like so like they do a really good job in terms of cinematography but like the storylines are just kind of muff. yeah bad 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 don't get me wrong I'm about to sign us oh, off and go watch it but i'm gonna but... watch it too so. <laughs> friends thanks for listening it's been bonus content of what the hell is a what the hell is a pastor? Fuck me. <laughs> this has been a bonus content of uh hookah chats with Matt and Ethan. We will see you next time. Cool. All right, everybody. Right, Have a great Christmas. I'll let you go. Yes, Merry Christmas to you guys too. Don't let the doldrums hit you. I won't. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. bye.